Mandy Yakich from Creative Matters, and you're listening to Creative Matters On Air, where I have conversations with new and established artists from around New Zealand. I love to listen to artists' stories and learn about their creative process, and maybe you do too, which is why I've made this podcast, to inspire, inform and educate. I hope you can take away something positive and encouraging from each of these amazing stories to help you on your own creative journey. Good morning and welcome to Creative Matters. This is episode 41. This episode we speak with Dina Yezditch from Toy Porto. She is here to tell us all about a creative mentoring program specially designed for artists and creatives. Toy Porto, which means closer together in Te Reo Māori, is a free mentoring program for the creative sector in Auckland, New Zealand. Developed from the Big Ideas popular mentoring in the arts format, Toy Porto has been expertly designed for those starting out or looking to build momentum in their creative journey, who are driven to build a sustainable and rewarding career in the arts. This program helps you connect with the people and pulse of the arts sector and gives you the tools and tips you need to thrive. It doesn't matter what your creative background is, visual artist, performance artist, event planner, producer, game developer, musician, or the countless other disciplines the arts sector embraces. Toy Porto has mentors with real-life knowledge and experience to help you make your career sustainable and rewarding. You can learn more about this amazing creative mentoring program and potential opportunity at thebigidea.nz forward slash toy portal. Good morning, Dina. How are you? Oh, kia ora, Mandy. I'm very good. Thank you. It's lovely to see you. Welcome to Creative Matters. What a pleasure. What a pleasure. And now we met quite a few years ago at a stall at Lot 23. And I was selling my rings, my shell and resin rings. And this amazing woman, Dina, came along, chose, I think, the blue resin ring and then felt that you needed a second one just to make it fit better. Can you tell us about that? <laughs> I, honestly, I, I am so impressed at the fact that you, that you have this extraordinary memory. You know, I think it just shows... Um, that kind of that the eye of an artist and honing in as to like what what do, what are people drawn to you know how do they experience your art and I think that's always um, such a revelation for me yeah no I was I saw these rings and it was an immediate kind of attraction I mean, first of all the the shell that you make your rings out of you know we've all been at a beach we've all picked up one of those shells and put it on our finger it's just something that's so I think New Zealand and iconically New Zealand, but you have upsca- upscaled it to this like level that I was like, oh my gosh, I need <laughs> I need one of these rings for every occasion. And then uh, I ended up with two, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so good, blue and yellow, very, very cool. So um, yeah, it was, it was meeting then quite a long time ago and now we've come together again, which is lovely. So um, Dina, you are from Toy Porto and we are very much looking forward to hearing all about what you guys do. So can you tell us what is Toy Poto and what is it all about? So Toy Poto is, uh, it's a pilot program, a creative career mentoring pilot program that is fully funded by the Ministry of Social Development. And we're very lucky that, that we are 
fully funded by them because it means that the artists that we end up in relationship with who are coming to be mentored, um, you know, this is this is a free program for them. So, you know, as a result, we have a huge suite of different different creatives coming to us. So, you know, from fine art to object art to writers, um, theatre makers, musicians. Honestly, it's it's hugely eclectic, and you know, we love we love to be able to create a community essentially because that's what Tupoto is. So, what we focus on is really not about their creative mahi. I mean, we do obviously. But what we really want to focus on is, um, I guess, the matches that are kind of usually seen as the outside of the artistic practice. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's an area that many artists kind of feel like they need that support, but there's not a lot out there, I guess, for for artists working. So um, how do you actually create the, the mentor program? So initially, it was really about listening to what the artists were telling us. We really wanted to create a program that was reflecting their needs. So a lot of people talked about the fact that, you know, they always wanted to understand what, you know, Creative New Zealand funding is for. Who was it for? How did they apply for it? Every single person that we meet, they are interested in how to make their career a sustainable one. And I think that's exactly what Topoto does. We look to this greater idea of what sustainability is. So, and sustainability in the kind of richer format. So something like being able to understand what are the opportunities that are out there for each discipline. How do you become a great writer for, you know, for grants that are appropriate for you? How do you put together a budget? How do you project manage that? How do you succinctly communicate your practice? I mean, those are extremely valuable skills. You know, I mean, we all, as, and I think as creative practitioners, everyone feels that very intrinsically and it's all very intuitive, but having to com- communicate something like that and put it in a format where other people understand that succinctly, that's, uh, I think that's another art. And I think that to expect every single one of our artists to know or have that practice alongside their creative practice is a bit of a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. It's a big ask, isn't it? Yeah, so it's such an incredible program that you're providing. So how how does it actually work? I mean, I know that you have sort of one-on-one sessions. We pair up, you know, an artist or a creative with a with a mentor. Sometimes you have um, group sessions. So um, how would an artist, or what would an artist need to do to kind of hook up with a mentor and become part of the program? So the first, I guess, initial contact with Toipocho is about artists really telling us what their situation is. What is their position? What are they hoping to achieve over the next nine months? Because that's how long the program is. What are some of the gaps in their knowledge um, are so that we can kind of identify those things? But also what are they aspiring to? Some people already have things that they've got lined up, and this is where we come into a sort of uplift their journey you know so for example people come in and say look I've already got a show that is taking place at Corbin's for example but what we can do is line it up so there are people writing about it so that um, we you know basically it's about sharing or shedding the light on whatever that experience is or whatever that um, I guess whatever their successes are and other times it's about their development you know like I said before it could be always having this idea 
and not knowing how to put it into something that uh, can be monetized or not knowing how to put together a portfolio or having a product but under, not understanding how to sell it or how to reach the audience, that kind of stuff. So we really want to know what the background is, what are they hoping to achieve, how do they think that Topoja can help them, and then through that assessment and real kind of, I guess, deep dive, dive into the conversation about their practice and about their intentions, we we basically assign them a mentor. So we have six mentors that are working for Taipoto. Um, I am one of them, and I come with a sort of uh, museum, art gallery, curatorial writing, um, and I guess an, an independent curatorial practice. And then we have Sam Walsh, who is well known for his entrepreneurial kind of ventures. You know, so mm -hmm. Sam... Um, runs Strange Goods, which is uh, a beautiful bookstore on K Road, but he also co-runs that space, which is a kind of shared creative space, as well as Dead Bird Publishing with Dominic Huey, who is another mentor, and Dominic is a writer and a poet. Um, Rosanna Raymond, who is well known here and overseas as um, an activator and a practitioner, you know, when it comes to many different things, whether that's part of the Pacific Sisters Collective, part of the Sauvage Club Collective, um, yeah, as an activator, as a person who kind of goes in and works with the museums and collections, but also as a performance artist. Um, Aisha Green, who is a painter and a really well-known uh, painter that is in many, many, you know, huge collections all around New Zealand and mm -hmm. has done a lot of public art and is in a lot of public collections too. Um, Sarade Cameron, who is a podcaster and broadcaster and writer. Um, I don't know, Mandy, do you know her podcast, um, no. Conversations with My Immigrant Parents? Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, I'm going to make a note of that. Please do. It is such a gem. I mean, it, it really is kind of shedding light on identity of, you know, migrant experiences and I guess Sarade being Sri Lankan you know, and, and Sri Lanka, New Zealander is really interested in those experiences and she's created a podcast with um, Julie Z and together, yeah, I think mm. now it's like they're about to do the third series. It's, oh, it's wow. It's always good when you get another recommendation for a, for a podcast. I know. Oh, cool, yeah. And is that is that all the, the mentors you have at the moment? I think they were six, right? Yeah, I think I was six. Yeah, so amazing sort of group of mentors, all with different skills and backgrounds, obviously. That's right. So we're all, um, you know, apart from being mentors, we're all practitioners. And I think the important part of Toipoto is that we have not so long ago, we've been on the same journey that the artists we're engaging with are on the journey now. So, you know, we're not like hugely removed from their kind of reality, which I think is what's really important because Sometimes you need you need you need that connection. You need that connection to someone who has really been there, done that, but recently. And I think yeah. that that's really kind of or, or is ongoing and doing it still. So yeah, I mean yeah, absolutely. And that sort of more you know, it just feels a little bit more relatable, doesn't it? When somebody's actually gone through it themselves, it makes a big difference. Yeah. So um, so what is the actual mentoring, what does this mentoring program look like across that nine months? So as you mentioned, you know, we do have that traditional one-on-one -on -one mentoring and, you know, that 
after identifying kind of, I guess, what the journey could look like, what is that trajectory, you know, over nine months, what would that look like? So um, the artist also fill in something called the PDP, which is their personal development plan, where they kind of outline themselves. And it's very much driven by the artist about what this journey would look like. And the mentor is really a support system for that. We also have a curriculum um, that supports that journey, but we also have this, like we've amassed um, a suite of different workshops that we that have taken place over the last year or so, because obviously this was supposed to be very much kanohikita uh, kanohi space, and we were supposed to meet and be very physical in the physically kind of real environment to do all this mahi. But obviously, COVID has um, no. I mean, I, I, I was going to use the word derailed us, but actually, no. I mean, it hasn't derailed anything. We just had to change things up. And yeah, so yeah. a lot of the stuff that we do has taken place on Zoom, but we also have have been incredibly successful with Zoom and all these online platforms that have actually emerged as a result of COVID. And I feel like that has been one of the successes of the program. You know, it's it's extremely accessible. And now we have this like suite of amazing workshops that, you know, people who are coming on the program now have immediate access to all of that work, all of the mm. stuff that has been accumulated over the past year. So right. So those workshops are actually online, are they? Well, they're not quite online. They're not accessible to people to everyone. They're accessible to the people who are connecting with Toipoto. Right. And I think that's important. I mean, I think it really uh what we're what we're interested in is I guess a commitment and also because there's a lot of peer-to-peer learning so we have something called the syndicate 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 spaces so that's about 10 to 15 people who are in the same discipline coming together to share and that's about I guess you know collective accountability you know listening to each other understanding pressure points um, really kind of stepping in to help each other out which Mm -hmm. is also part of community building and relationship that we relationships that we can have with each other you know as part of Toipoto which is about weaving these things together right mm. um I think that that is probably one of the greatest successes of Toipoto people have come out um out of the program or you know during the program with amazing relationships amazing um collabs and um working together co-producing things together group shows people have also like wanted to try new things and you're not so much afraid to try something new when you know that the person there is also holding space for you as well right Mm, yeah it sounds such an amazing supportive program for people so do you actually um you know sorry I'm just kind of fine-tuning or unpicking exactly what an artist could get out of this experience so um do you actually connect one mentor with one artist or do you um, have the artist sort of able to access all of the talent from all of the mentors or how does that work? So we do connect one mentor to one artist because we think that that kind of long-term journey, you know, and their relationship together through that journey is really important. We do also sometimes suggest when we see that there is a particular area that someone else can jump in and do like a one-off mentoring session, obviously those are incredibly valuable. And sometimes you just need, you know, an hour with someone who 
just needs to give you a little bit of like information in a particular area that mm. that that you're interested in and in kind of I guess investigating yeah. or knowing more about. But also in the syndicated learning uh, sort of spaces, obviously there's there's a there's a lot more. You know, a lot of that peer to peer exchange, but also more than just one mentor is present in the syndicates. Mm. So there are more ears, there are more eyes, there are more mm. people kind of you know listening compassionately to all of us. You know, so that's that's yeah. really great. And would you say it's quite sort of artist or creative driven? Like, I mean, obviously you said they have the plan, so they the people applying kind of need to know over the next nine months what they hope to achieve and where they want to head afterwards, would you say? And then you guys are kind of supporting them through that journey. Is that how you see it? I would say that we we support them to figure those things out. Okay. They don't have to know all of that. Okay. I mean, often, often, you know, and, and you would probably know this yourself, Mandy, sometimes you think you, sometimes you're going in one direction or you believe that that is your direction, but actually... Uh, through talking talking about things and talking about where you're at, sometimes you don't even know what the opportunities are that you should be accessing. Try to lift as many barriers as possible, um, eliminate as many gatekeepers as possible, create relationships between the right people and the right institutions, for example, and we've done that many times. And so sometimes it's about the right person listening to what your practice is, what is your creative practice and where do you where would you like to take it? Mm. And then offering up potential avenues because it's not a one-way street, is it? I mean, no. there's sort of many, many streets. Absolutely. Um, and it's it's so great for for people, for creatives to have somebody, some input from other people, because often it's quite an isolated, you know, practice or or career. And, you know, for me myself as a as a business owner, I just love it when somebody makes a suggestion it's like oh my god yes thank you you know because I'm in my own head a lot and uh, you know it's just so supportive to have have other people feeding into your thoughts and your thinking yeah that is um that like you you couldn't be more right I think that definitely this realization that actually uh being a creative is actually very isolating it can be very lonely um, often also people maybe come out of like art school, you know, where they've had that community, you know, um, people sharing, people being critical, understanding, or even just practicing talking about what your work is. Mm. And suddenly you find yourself, yeah, literally isolated. And suddenly mm. you you feel potentially that maybe your work, you don't really know where you sit. Uh, yeah. Maybe your confidence is lacking as a result because mm. there is just... I mean, you know what I mean. It's it's it, you can't talk about your work to people who are not truly understanding what is it they're trying to achieve. Hmm. You know, you can talk to your partners or you know family members, but they can only kind of grasp so much. But if you're talking to people who literally understand your discipline because they've been there before, they're within that journey, you know, and they also are super sympathetic that that journey is actually tricky it yeah. is incredibly tricky being a creative is hard mm. it is hard it is lonely um it is often you know undervalued and I think that that is well I would say that that's part of the sort of landscape that we live in mm. and so for Toipoto the most important part is to elevate and lift and connect people to the right opportunities as much as possible and start to create that sustainable career that's right and you're I mean that's a big part of it isn't it is actually helping creatives to have a sustainable career 
totally. and, you know, and and make money from it and and you yes, know, devote totally. themselves to it. Yeah, which is good. I mean, it's it's a little bit, you know, like I, I mentioned Creative New Zealand earlier. Um, often artists don't know that Creative New Zealand is literally a government-funded agency that exists to pay artists to make work. You know, there's often this, this concept that maybe that's only for certain type of artists and maybe that's not for me or, you know, that's, uh, you know, th- there are barriers and there is, there is this kind of inaccessibility that we want to separate. We want to, we want to you know, blow away do- those cobwebs and say, actually, CNZ is for all of you and here mm-hmm. is your journey. Here is how to write a proposal. Here's what CNZ is looking for. Here's what you need and I think that understand having those kind of having a map, you know, uh, to a journey that maybe seemed really tricky, is is a lot less tricky suddenly. Oh yeah, and also in numbers, amazing. right? Yeah, and that's invaluable. I mean, it's so it is such a <laughs> such a massive job. I know personally, to, you know, applying for grants and that kind of thing. It's it's a huge one, and it's it's really daunting for people who've never done it before. So it's great mm. to have that guidance. Yeah. And it's a flex because as soon as as soon as you you've written that one, whether you're successful or not, you now know what you need for your second one and exactly. your third one and your fourth one. And Absolutely. you're on your way. Yeah. Once you get that first one done, it's yeah, it's easier from there. So um, you know, for people listening who are thinking, oh wow, this could be amazing for me, what what are you looking for? Like people put in their submission, how do you choose the right kind of artist or creative? Who's, who can be part of the program? Well, what what we what we're looking for is for people who have um, either potentially have just recently left, you know, some kind of an educational facility, and they're ready to sort of step into their career. Um, so we yeah we get a lot of recent graduates, um, and also we're looking for people who potentially have had a sustained practice, but they want to elevate it to the next level. They want to be able to kind of know what at this point what do I need to do and how do I kind of get there so yeah we get we get a lot of different people but I think the most important I think attributes would be you know enthusiasm and drive and wanting to connect and wanting to you know listen and work and contribute I think those are the qualities that we're after Mm. you know and and people as I said who have a sustained practice or are just emerging from an educational system. Right. And you take people from 18 to 65, I read on your website. So we have an age bracket. Yeah, which is pretty cool that you know you're taking older people and younger people. Um, which is yeah, that's great. We're not ageist, we don't discriminate. Yeah, brilliant. And um and then how do you actually like do do how many people actually apply and how many people do you take on every year? I mean, to be honest, the, uh, we, we're definitely, we don't necessarily have a kind of, um, you know, tiers when it comes to Topotro, but we do have a criteria. So, for example, you have to be uh, living in Auckland. So unless you're living in Auckland, suddenly you're not, you know, you're just not part of the criteria. So, mm-hmm. yeah, as you mentioned, um, basically you have to be Auckland um based in Auckland, you have to be between 18 and, um, what was it, 65? 65. Thank you. <laughs> um, you have to have a sustained practice and, you know, you have to actually show that you have an artistic practice. So 
we are not really actually there to help people to transition into potential artistic practice. Right. Yeah. Um, we want to see evidence and we mm. want to know that that you're very serious and that you have, you know, intentions, you know, mm. that are kind of long term. Um, oh, I mean, obviously you have to be a New Zealand resident, um, you know, or, or a New Zealander. So that's also really important. But apart from that, really, I think what we are what we are really interested in is is not necessarily your subject matter, but really your intention to kind of you know participate. Yeah, and what would people have to commit to you know as an hours in a week kind of thing? So that's a really good question, Mandy, and that's another thing that I almost forgot to mention. So. We are not looking for people who are, for example, in full-time employment because you won't be able to commit to um, to Topotra. So, I mean, I would say that probably there's probably about three three hours a week is what you need to kind of set aside. So that's either to have one-on-one with your mentor, to meet in the syndicate, to um, attend the workshops um, or virtual visits to institutions that we run. But also the rest of the time, I mean, we just assume that you are spending time either looking through the curriculum, you know, writing those proposals, looking for those, um, you know, resources that you need, but also sharing, you know, we were looking for people who are yeah, prolific in sharing things about their work, looking for connections and collaborations and partnerships, um, yeah, funding, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And if if people wanted to apply, I know there's a form that you can fill in on your website and the link for that is on our blog. But um, they fill in the form and then what happens there? So they fill in the form and once we can assess the criteria, so basically all the stuff that I previously mentioned, so your age, your um, residential status, um, the fact that you are Auckland-based, then, then essentially, we want a little bit more of a story. We want to know, yeah, more about where you're at and and what is kind of happening for you in the next nine months or a year or so. Um, and based on that, you receive a phone call and we have a really just like a wonderful chat, really, about your work and your practice and and where you're at. And then we we. I mean, I guess we both decide whether we're the right fit for each other because mm. I think that's a really important relationship and none of us want to take it lightly. So it's definitely not up to Toy Potter to choose the artist. It's also about the artist choosing us. Right, yeah, which is great. Yeah, it's a good way to look at it. Okay, that sounds pretty inspiring. I mean, I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, I'd love to be a part of a program like that. You know, it, it sounds amazing. And I know you're part of the um, the big idea, which many artists and creators from New Zealand are very familiar with. Can you tell us what the big idea does and how you kind of fit within that? So, yeah, we are incredibly lucky to be part of the big idea. I think that that is, again, one of the sort of strengths of the community. So being able to, you know, use the platform to either elevate the artistic practice um, to be able to reach other people, you know, to sort of run workshops for us. I mean, that is, it's an incredible opportunity and what a privilege to be able to do that. I mean, the big idea has got, a, you know, a huge amount of subscribers and all of these people are literally there for that purpose. They're all creatives. They're all interested in creative um, aspects of, you know, and, and also, again, multidisciplinary. So the big idea is 
just, you know, a huge asset to Topo Show and not something that can be underestimated because, no. you know, and I can give you an, uh, an example. If you have a show and no one writes about it, no matter how great that show is, it's not nearly as great as if someone actually writes and illuminates and um, writes something that's surprising, you know, uh, and, and maybe brings new audiences to you, someone who is able to kind of, you know, a illuminate, uh, share the share the the success, but also for your future kind of archive. You know, in terms of any kind of future work that you might want to apply for, mm. all of that stuff really matters. So being yeah. able to highlight, uh, drive audiences to you, all that sort of stuff, the big idea, they do that, which is they great. And they have an amazing newsletter, which I think comes out weekly with um, all the sort of current and very topical articles about what's happening in the creative world and. Uh, you know, just an incredible resource for for creatives in general. And, um, you know, they have interviews, they have job opportunities, there's all sorts of things that um, the big idea do. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, everyone and, um, should really sign up for that bulletin. It's really, yeah. really important. Yeah, it's a really good one. And it just kind of keeps you up to date, doesn't it, with what's going on creatively in New Zealand? Totally. Yeah. Especially yeah. when it comes to divisive matters, right? It's, yeah. It's important to kind of understand those gray areas. And I think that that's what the big idea does really, mm. really well. They've got yeah. an incredible um, editor, Sam Ackerman, and, you know, he's definitely, you know, picking the right stories and, again, sort of making sure that all sides are represented really well. Yeah, definitely. And how do you actually support artists sort of at the end of the program? What happens then? It's a really great question, Mindy. Um, so one of the things that, you know, is important about Toy Potter and the nine months that you are with us, we're not we're not uh, here to say, okay, it's, it's, it's nine months and then and then we say goodbye. It's the opposite of that. We want you to be part of the Toy Potter whānau forever because, A, you will meet people that you, as I said, could be your future collaborators, your future partners, um, your future co-conspirators. I mean, it's amazing what, uh, how, how, when, when you are, you know, especially when you're winning, you know, how wonderful it could be to have all the people understanding and kind of, you know, cheering for you, right? Mm. So that's important. But once once you leave Toipoto, you are definitely part of, you know, the Toipoto Fano forever. You're part of our alumni program, and that what that means is that you remain within our Facebook group, which is closed. So it is just for Toipoto people, past, present, you know, and emerging. And what what that also means is that you get access to all of our future resources, all of the future possibilities that you know, and and opportunities that we share there, um, all of the um, workshops you know, that that we will continue to video and record are going to be posted there. So I guess it's you become a lifelong learner mm. just as much as your practice grows, you are carrying on in that space. And we hope that people kind of, you know, sort of as they as they merge into the alumni, that they also like share their experiences and their expertise and keep feeding back into the Toy Pocho, mm. especially for those artists that are just kind of coming into the program. Yeah. Because yeah. 
honestly, it's like we we the the level of expertise and experience is extraordinary. I mean, we have people who have done PhDs or masters. I mean, it's yeah, it's wonderful. It's mm. wonderful. Yeah, it sounds an incredible resource, and it's lovely that people will have that ongoing support. And you know, once you're once you're in. It's just, as you say, a lifelong kind of support network, isn't it, in a way? Absolutely. Yeah, which is so good. Wow. I mean, who wouldn't want to be a part of it? Sounds incredible. And you actually started this, um, Toy Portal started last year in 2021, and that was started as a pilot program, wasn't it? And it was at that difficult time with lockdowns, with COVID and, and all that jazz. So um, you've obviously kind of survived and pivoted, as we all have, through that period. So um you were saying earlier that you know your the systems and everything is is getting refined and and modified sort of throughout as it still is a pilot program. So when does the pilot program finish and and what happens after that? Um, so the contract is for two years, and then what we're hoping is that you know by showing the success that we've had, and you know it's amazing what we've been able to achieve over the past year. Um, We've, it, it's amazing to also see the artists and what they've been able to achieve, you know, with Topo Show. I mean, I think our hope and our dream is that the government continues to fund this amazing program and just, you know, potentially even gives us more money so that we can have more artists, more creatives, more mentors, and that we just continue to grow because I can't imagine where um, sustainable practice is going to become irrelevant to anyone. Mm. That's right. It's so important, isn't it? Oh, Aldina, it's been really fascinating hearing all about this amazing program. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. And, um, you know, I think that people who enjoy the podcast will definitely benefit from hearing more about this amazing program and, and the amazing things that you guys offer. So, um, well, yeah, thank, thank you, you very much. That's been uh, great. And if anyone wants to apply, please go to www.thebigidea.nz slash yeah and all the links are on that blog post so people can find all that stuff from there so uh, yeah lovely to see you thank you dina kia ora mandy kia ora